You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, well, well. We've got Aaron Rodgers headed to the Jets. Looking at the trade, Mr. Joel Nelson. I don't know if I'm in the minority on this or not, but I'm going to tell you, I think the Jets won the deal. I'm sorry. I think the Packers won the deal. I think that Aaron Rodgers will. Here's my prediction. Are you ready for this? You can write it down, Joel. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'll buy you a bottle of bourbon. How about that? Are you ready? Jets will not win a single playoff game with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. I'm with you on that. Okay, well, then I don't even need to buy you a bourbon, do I? I'm not even sure the Jets are going to make it to the playoffs. That's what I'm thinking, too. With Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. The Packers, I think, here's the thing. The Jets had all the leverage. This is an example of a team that actually negotiated against itself. Honestly. They actually negotiated against themselves. Because I think they had all the leverage. The Packers had no leverage. They were trying to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. What are you doing if you're the Jets? So basically, the deal is the Packers sent Aaron Rodgers and their first-round pick. Basically, they swapped uh, two. They they moved up two spots. So let's take those two first-round picks out of the the equation. So, you know, the, the Jets got the Packers pick which is 15, the Packers got the Jets pick, which is 13. So the Packers basically moved up two spots. But the Packers agreed Monday to Aaron Rodgers to send Aaron Rodgers in a 2023 fifth-round pick to the Jets for uh, their first-round pick, obviously, a 2023 second-round pick, a 2023 Sixth round pick. And this is the most ridiculous part of the whole deal, if you ask me. A conditional second round pick next year that becomes a first round pick if he plays 65% of the plays. If he's healthy, Joel, he's going to play 95% of the plays. So essentially, you just dealt two first round picks. A second-round pick, I, I I don't know, man. I think that the I think the uh, 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 Packers got the better of this deal. I really do. And it's not like the Packers currently don't have a quarterback or anything, right. you know. 
Right, they do. They've got Jordan Love in place. I don't know if he's good enough, but if he's good enough, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things. It's just one of these things where I want to tell you that I, I don't believe uh, in, in any of this stuff that, that to me, the Jets are the, are the losers in this deal. Even though they ended up with Aaron Rodgers, I really believe they're the losers in this deal. Now, the flip side of it is he could come out and have a great season. And then, of course, you and I, Joel, will look like foals at the end of the year when I mean, they make won- the playoffs. He won those MVPs back-to-back not long ago, so. What else do the Jets have? Who, who's, who are their top receivers? I'm trying to even They'll think. They'll have Garrett Wilson. They traded Elijah Moore to Cleveland. They'll Garrett Wilson. They got Lazard, who was with Rodgers for a long time. Yeah. They got Mecole Hardman, who came over from Kansas City. But I mean, he's got Garrett Wilson. I mean, that, you know, and then a couple Lazard and Hardman are, you know, a pretty decent second and third wide receivers right there. So having Garrett Wilson there, I'd say, helps out a ton. Right. And they got a good defense. Well, um, I would just say that's the bottom line to me. They do have a good defense. And if they are able to get their offense in gear, which I would assume now that they drafted or they traded for Aaron Rodgers, they could be in play for a receiver, right? In the first round or, or an offensive tackle or something. So they're ahead of the Steelers. They were ahead of them anyway, but I'm just saying, I just look at it that way, don't you? Like they they now could be really trying to beef up their offense. Definitely. Yeah. And they're gonna be in that that mid teen spot still where they can probably possibly get an offensive tackle yeah right right exactly that to me is it's just one of those things where i i really really believe uh that we absolutely have to um figure out um how how all of this works for the jets because that's one more spot for potentially in the playoffs for the steelers you know if you look at the afc right Boring, would you agree with this? Boring some ridiculous rash of injuries. The Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals will all be in the playoffs. Would you agree with that? They probably all might win their division, so absolutely. Okay, so I think if if boring something, you know, Josh Allen breaks his leg or whatever, you know what I mean? If Burrow is healthy, reasonably healthy, and meaning plays 15 to 14, 15 or more games, Allen, Mahomes, let's say those three are, are probably, you know, going to be in the playoffs. I'll even say this because of their division, you can throw Jacksonville in there, right? Yeah, because that division's horrific, and you know the the Titans are are searching for a quarterback. The Texans stink. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the uh, only one with a strong quarterback right now. The other I mean, three yeah. are drafting ones. <laughs> the other three are drafting ones. That's going to be the Colts and the night. Texans look like they're a disaster anyway. The Titans, you know, the thing about the Titans is they've got you know, that grit about them, and they, they're able to grind out seven or eight wins, but they're not. So let's say there's four. So really we're talking about three spots, okay? Three spots for the Dolphins, the Jets, the Chargers, the Steelers, probably the Ravens, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's five teams right there that you look at and say there's five fighting for three spots. So the Jets coming into into the picture, you know, makes it a little bit more difficult. But at the end of the day, you know, 
I like the Steelers' chances to make the playoffs, but they're going to have to. Uh, they're going to have to find a way to make sure that they win games. All these games are supposed to win, you know, and not fall behind, you know, not 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 be one and six or two and six or whatever, not do that kind of thing. So at the end of the day, to me, um, the only thing this Jets thing does, it probably makes it more difficult. It probably makes it more difficult for the Steelers to make the playoffs. Not that it's going to make it impossible. It's just one more team. It's one more team. That's what it is. That's in the playoff race. Period. It's one more team. And I think that's the thing that's uh, that's really difficult to to remember is that uh, you have uh, look at this. Our guy, our guy. What's it, how do you pronounce that? Magi or Maggie? I think it's Magi. Magi, that's it. Drew Magi is on MajorLeagueBaseball.com network. Too bad he's going to be back in the minors tomorrow because apparently Brian Reynolds is coming back, right? Is that is that? Did I read that correctly, Joel? So, I think he can return to the team tomorrow, but I think the I think the rule is that he can't play until Wednesday because he was put on the bereavement list yesterday, and I think it's a minimum three days. Something like that. So he might be with the team tomorrow, but I don't rec- don't think Reynolds can play until Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. If I'm reading the rule right. Well, there you go. Hopefully tomorrow he gets into the game. I would like to see you know just uh, tomorrow they play the Dodgers. I'd like to see him get you know at least get into the game. It's a great story that he was able to come up after 13 years, but let's see if he could get him in the game. Coming up, we got Ray Fittipaldo on the post because now we're going to talk about the NFL. It's 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There we go. Here we go. Well, we were just talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation. And the fact that he went to the Jets. And I got to be honest with you, I kind of think that the Jets... Um... Probably got the better. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think that the Packers uh, probably got the uh, the better of the deal. Joining me now is Ray Fittipaldo from the Post Gazette. Ray, 
you look at the compensation. Basically, they, they switch first-round picks, and uh, the Packers will get uh, a sixth-round pick, a second-round pick, and a conditional second-round pick next year that could become a first if, if Rodgers plays a lot for the Jets. So, uh, I don't know that I – I think that maybe the Packers got the better of this deal. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the conditional pick is a big part of this because I think if Rodgers – plays a lot i think that means the jets are probably winning a lot and playing in playoff being in playoff contention and i was thinking about this paul i mean when was the last time the jets won a playoff game i mean was it with chad pennington back in like you know 09 10 11 i mean i kind of get the gamble from from that perspective they've kind of you know swung and missed in the draft so i mean i get it but i you know i was listening to you and i agree you know if they don't win a playoff game, it's probably going to go down as a bad trade for them. I mean, that's the key now. They don't have to win the Super Bowl, but they certainly better win a game, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when when you're trading for a quarterback like that, you're not just trading uh, to get into the playoffs. I mean, they expect um, to do some damage when they get there. And if you think back to last season, um, even how bad Zach Wilson was, I want to say they were in playoff position – until the final, maybe the final three weeks of the season, I think they fell out. They had a bad, they had a bad final month. I want to say they won one out of their last four or five, and they fell out of playoff position. So you know they have some pieces around him, and their their defense is halfway decent. So um, I definitely think they're a team that can get there. But you're right; it's all about doing damage and and actually making a run once you get there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big thing. Uh, the other thing I look at is this. If you think about it, okay, you have a situation where there's probably, you know, barring injury, like a, a rash of really bad injuries. I would say, you know, you've got Kansas City and Cincinnati and, and uh, Buffalo. And then, of course, Jacksonville. Probably those four teams are going to make the playoffs. Which means there's probably three spots for everybody else. And now that the Jets have a quarterback, I mean that might make uh, that might make one spot in you know a little bit more competitive in play. I agree, and I you know I think my, Miami has a good roster, but you always have to wonder about Tua and his health. Uh, the Chargers got a good roster; um, they always seem to shoot, shoot themselves in the foot, though. So yeah, I mean I, I get it; it's a very competitive conference. I I think it's heads and shoulders better in the NFC, so I think that's really why it would be a feather in the Steelers' cap if they can make it this year with a second-year quarterback. I, I think the conference, if you remember back back in the 80s, it seemed like the NFC dominated for like a decade. I mean, I, I think the AFC might be in that type of a run right now. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. So, you know, with respect to uh, the Steelers, you know, it could have got a little bit more difficult uh, uh, for them to get to the playoffs, although I think they're still in pretty good shape. Uh, were you at the uh, Tomlin-Omar Khan uh, press conference today? I was there, yes. Um, well, you know, it, it sounded like it was a whole lot of um, – uh, it sounded like it was a whole lot of sort of vague things that you always get before the uh, before the draft, but was there anything that you got out of it? Yeah, I mean, Paul, they're, they're not going to tell you what their plans are, but I, I think it was mentioned on several occasions by both Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin 
that they were willing to wheel and deal in this draft. And I think specifically they were talking about taking calls for that number 32 pick. They think that's a very valuable pick. The first pick in the second round, they think some people might be trading up or looking to trade up for, you know, one of the final quarterbacks, um, top quarterbacks, if they don't all go in the first round. So uh, Mike Thomas specifically was very, um, you know, intrigued by that. So I think, you know, the possibility of trading down is there. Um, Both of those guys mentioned how deep of a draft this is. So I think it makes sense to trade down. But also, um, if there's a player they're in love with, uh, both of those guys said that they would certainly trade up and make a deal if they felt like it was worth it. So I guess the bottom line is the Steelers are open for business. Um, But I I couldn't say one way or the other. More likely to trade up or trade down, I'd say it's 50-50 right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it all comes down to what the what what is the what is the uh, plan really? You know what I mean? What what is the uh, you know? And also, wh- who comes where? Yeah, absolutely. You you look at uh, the first round. There's probably four tackles for them that are in consideration at 17. Um, they're going to get a pretty good idea early um, if there's going to be a run on tackles. You know. Maybe the run starts at nine, and then they start going off the board. Okay, maybe we got to trade up to get our guy, and uh, maybe that's the same uh, case with corner too. You know, if Witherspoon and Gonzalez go off the uh, board early, then if they really want Joey Porter, uh, if they think there's a clear line between like the third corner and the fourth corner, then maybe they would trade up to get him. Um, we don't know what their board is like. They could like Deontay Banks just as much. Is Porter, so it's all speculation right now. I just feel feel strongly, and I've I've heard other draft analysts say, Paul, that uh, after after Darnell Wright, Broderick Jones, Paris Johnson, and Peter Skaronski, there's a pretty big drop off to that next tackle. So if you're going to trade up to get a tackle, I think it's going to make sense if you do it for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, if they get a tackle, then what would that mean for Dan Moore? Well, it depends. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously um, none of these guys are finished products. I think Peter Skaronsky is probably the only plug-and-play guy. Um, you know, Broderick Jones might be as well. I think Paris Johnson. I think both Johnson and Jones could probably use a little bit of seasoning, and I, I wouldn't bat an eye if, if Dan Moore still started the season. And, you know, those guys work their way into the lineup, the starting lineup by, you know, October, maybe mid-October. Um, now, if Darnell Wright is the guy, then they would have to make a uh, they would have to make a decision: is he uh, a left tackle or is he a right tackle? If he's a right tackle, then you got to start thinking about what you do with Chooks or Cora for. Um, do you ask Chooks to go to the left side and then Dan Moore becomes the swing tackle, or is it another situation um, entirely when you're looking um, at a core for there? So they, they would have some options. Um, but I think in the end, Dan Moore um, will probably become your swing tackle once that that guy you draft is ready. Yeah, I mean, I think the big, the big thing is, could Dan Moore be a guard? Yeah, I was on a conference call with Mark Dominic um, from Sirius XM. He's the former GM of the uh, Buccaneers, and he, he brought up that very thing. He said um, if they draft a tackle, he thinks Dan Moore can bump inside. But how many guards do you need? They just uh, signed Isaac Sayomalu. They're paying him $8 million a year. Um, James Daniels still has two years left on his contract. So 
I mean, I get it. You know, Dan Moore could be a guard. Uh, but if you have designs on moving him to guard, I guess maybe you would have to start thinking about trading a guy like James James Daniels. And I haven't heard anything uh, along those lines just yet. But if you're going to stockpile guards like that, um, you know, somebody obviously has to go. There's no question about it. Um, I think that's the most important thing to, to, to try and figure out how it all works out. But um, <clears throat> they have two new – what, they get two new guards in, in free agency, right? Yeah, Nate Herbig is, is a guard as well. He, he also has position flexibility where he could play center and even a little bit of tackle, but his natural position is guard. Yeah, and, and so you've got, what, two uh, two guys in. You, I mean, it's going to be very competitive for the offensive line, isn't it, this year? Oh, absolutely. I, You know, Kendrick Green is going to have to fight to stay on the roster or even the practice squad. I think the same goes for Kevin Dotson. Um, now, they have kept uh, nine linemen in the past, so you could keep a guy like Dotson who is strictly a backup at guard. Um, that's not unusual anymore. I would say that was more unusual maybe five, ten years ago. But if you're going to carry nine linemen, you don't have to have a specific position. But most of the time, the guys who dress on game days, they can play center or guard, or they can play guard or tackle. Those guys who can just play one position, they're not dressing a lot on game days. Right. That's the way it goes. I mean, at the end of the day, it is, uh, it's, it's, important to, uh, it's important to remember that, uh, that you want good competition. Ray, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much for jumping on. We'll do it again soon. Anytime, Paul. Talk to you later. All right, brother. This is Ray Paul of the Post-Gazette. I am Paul Zeiss. It's 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Joel, just as an aside, have you kind of kept up with what's going on at the University of Colorado? I hear a lot of guys <laughs> are transferring out of that college. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, what in the hell is going on out there? trying to get in touch with Craig Meyer. Remember Craig Meyer used to work here? He works in Denver now, or yeah, in Denver, I think. But let's see. 15 guys have left today, Joel, in the last 24 hours, Fifth, including the guy who had like 170 yards receiving in their, in their spring game on Saturday. Is that not alarming? I mean... Uh, I know that I know what his stick is. Is you know I'm gonna come in and be the old school coach. It's lay down the law, and you gotta want to be here and all this other stuff. But don't you need some guys to play a season next year? I mean, and I saw somebody uh, a cornerback decommitted too, so he lost 15 players in a in a incoming player. He's lost 16 players in 24 hours. I mean, 15 players. That's more than half of an offense, half of a defense. So, I mean, uh, it's amazing to me. Here's the thing. I said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, I, I think it's important, really, to understand that, uh, you know, what he's trying to do, I get it. He wants to establish it. Establish a uh, a way we do business. Establish that we only want volunteers here, not hostages. All that stuff. Period. At the end of the day, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this all plays out. I've said it before. I'll say it again, Joel. Deion Sanders is either going to be incredibly, incredibly successful, or he's going to be one of the greatest flops ever. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Boomer bust. I don't think there's anything in between. You know, this season they were what? One and 11 this year. And they were really, they were horrific. Uh, They got blown out in pretty much all their PAC 12 games or whatever. But, so, this year there's a pass on some level, but if he's three or four years from now, you know, still four wins or five wins, that'll be the biggest bust that I can think of, given all the hype that he's got. Especially he's got with uh, with USC and UCLA going to be out of that conference in a couple of years. Right. You're right. I didn't even think about that. That's what I keep coming back to is they got to take advantage of that in the coming years under prime time. Right. That's the biggest thing. That is important. It's it's really, 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 really uh, incredible to me that that, uh, 15 people leave in one day. And, you know, there's a period when you can go out and get guys out of the the, – there's a period where you can go get guys out of the transfer portal. I'm not sure when it ends, but he better hit that pretty hard. I've seen him. He's brought some guys to to Boulder, but I don't know that he's brought nearly as many as he's have left. It's just one of the things. 
So, I don't know. Here you go. Another Alabama player. Uh, <laughs> another Alabama player, uh, Joel, just as I look down. Uh, let's see. Men's basketball transfer Jaquan Walton arrested Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Police found him. Two others in a vehicle with marijuana and multiple guns. Yeah, that's good. He didn't even get the. He didn't even get enrolled yet. <laughs> anyway, when I read about this, I was just like, "This has gotta. This has gotta be. Um, uh, this has gotta be uh, uh, um, a uh, uh, something that is just going on that's crazy behind the scenes." But anyway. At 9.20, at 9.20, um, we've got Craig Meyer coming on from the, uh, he used to be at the Post Gazette, he now has his own podcast and things. He works out of Denver, and we're going to talk about that more. But back to the Steelers. At 10 o'clock, we're going to listen to all of that Mike Tomlin audio. Is that cool at 10 o'clock? Um Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Peters Township. Visit them online, SouthHillsJeep.com. Texas on Edgar Snyder and Associates fan. Text line 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Also, the time is 649. It's a good time to review your auto and home insurance with the Buell Insurance Agency and Gibsonia. But um, back to the Steelers. I... I I've seen a lot of different things. I've seen a lot of different things. Uh, uh, you know, everybody swears they kind of know what they're going to do. But I just don't think they are. I don't. I think at the end of the day, um, they're going to keep it close to the vest and probably do something that nobody expects. But if they do go up, Um, if, if they do go up, I do think this, okay, that they do, the, the, the position they should go get is a tackle. I do think that that is a need that really, if you're going to move up, that is probably the one position where moving up, you're going to really increase your chances of getting somebody that's ready to play immediately. As you get further and further down in the first round, it's unlikely that the tackle you need is going to be there. Period. That's that's what it comes down to. And, and I think that if they move up and they go get like a, a linebacker or they move up and go – I think they're wasting their time, to be honest. I really do. I think that, you know, you can get a player that probably is ready to play uh, just like you can, um, you know, a lot of the other positions. You can get them in the second half of the first round. A tackle, however, there's only a few of them that really are, and those guys are like gold in, in the draft. They're like gold. You got to make sure that you go get one. If you want to get it, like if you want them to play immediately and be an impact player, there's only a few of them that probably are on the board. And they will all be gone early. So if the Steelers want to uh, trade up on Thursday to try and do that, I'm okay with that. I think that's okay. 
But I, if you tell me they're trading up, I've heard a lot of different. You know, of course, there's a lot of stuff flying out there. They're, they're trading up for a defensive lineman. They're trading up for a middle linebacker. Trading up for a pass rusher. Trading up for this, that, and the other thing. To me, you're better off staying where you're at and getting three players, as opposed to maybe having to package some picks to move up to get one player, unless it's a tackle. And again, if you do that. You bring in a tackle that can play. Now it gives you the flexibility maybe to uh, um, figure uh, you know, figure it out from the standpoint of, um, you know, figure it out from the standpoint of, um, okay, now you have Dan Moore, maybe you move him inside. And then you're talking about some guys that you could probably move on from or trade, like Ray Fittipato was talking, you know. Um, but if, if you draft a tackle, at the very least, you have either more, I would assume it'd be more would be your swing tackle. You've got a swing tackle who started a bunch of games. If you move him inside, now you've got another guy in the derby for the two, uh, uh, you know, tackle spots or I'm sorry, guard spots. You already have about five guys in there, so it's going to be incredibly competitive. That's the bottom line on that one. And I think it's important uh, It's important to remember that. Um, when you think about the, the Steelers, creating competition is important. It's really important. Creating competition is going to be really, really important at the offensive line spot if they really want to take a step forward. And I think that's what they want to do. And I think they want to try and beef up their offensive line and everything else. At the end of the day, it's important. That it is, uh, it's it's just important to remember that. At the end of the day, that's what you're looking or they're looking to do. That's what they're looking to do. They're looking to figure out. Um. You know, they're looking to try and figure out what their best combination of five linemen is going to be. Because if they can get that right and figure that out, boy, their offense becomes even, you know, a little bit better uh, just by the fact that their offensive line is better. And I think a tackle is really what completes it, uh, you know, the puzzle for them. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.